0: So, Mr. The Jelly. Mr. The Russell. How goes it? It goes well. Oh, that's good.
1: That's probably the standard response that everyone gives. Whatever, Jelly. Well, I mean, I could tell you about the fact that it's missing a tyre, and it does so. It kind of, like, it goes well-ish, but it's like, you know, there's there's Mm. that kind of weird Mm. tendency to, like, go a bit diagonal at times you know what the kids say tmi jelly tmi (laughs) oh so (laughs) no
0: as as per usual this is going to shock you but i have a question for you are are you ready for it i i think i am wait wait i'm okay now i'm ready oh excellent i'm glad we got there so we're both independent developers jelly we we are classified as indie Yes. I mean we're not rock stars or anything but we are, we are indie we come under that label yep I wanted to talk a bit about you know being indie today. and I know we've covered a little bit of this before but I kind of want to cover the difference between being indie and I guess the polar opposite of that like working for a giant company
1: yeah so I mean early on early on in the in this show we talked about employment that was literally the, the topic and I think that was the episode. I didn't actually go back to listen to it or anything because, you know, preparation, what even is. I think that was the episode where we talked about me leaving my design agency job and going indie. So, this is like a turnaround of that. Yeah. We've come full
0: circle. We're, we're rehashing old episodes. That's how desperate we're getting. But Yeah. <laughs> so It seems to me, Jelly, I don't know about you, but I know a lot of people that work for big corporations, especially ones that have worked there for a while. And they all have these dreams of going indie. I don't know if you've noticed this. They're like, you know, when I have this idea, I'm going to become like an entrepreneur or I'm going to – and I'm not even talking about just tech people. Just everybody in general seems to have like, you know, some idea about how they're going to leave their giant corporate
1: job and, and go independent. Like do you get that as well? I get that from some people, some other people. There are people who in my life who they say work from, work from home, do my own thing. How would I even do that? I don't think I'd get anything done. <laughs> but absolutely like i definitely know like obviously oh, i i know several people who you know have either dreamed of leaving their job and going and doing their own thing or or they i mean or they've done it you know we, we you and i both know people who have left uh left their jobs in regular you know, uh, regular companies and that sort of thing, and gone and done their own thing. And I mean, some of them have started their own companies. Yeah, some you know, of those, some now. of the crazy ones. Um,
0: why? Yeah. Why do you think that's a dream? Like, you, you think you work for a giant company, you know, you get a paycheck, you don't have to worry about
1: businessy things. Why do people dream about going independent? Do you reckon? Well, I think the part of the reason that I mean, for instance, I have always dreamed of being independent is because like I I, I like the control that I have over what I do. And as somebody who is creative and wants to, I want to make things and want to create things and not have limitations on that. That's kind of the thing that kind of cements it as a thing that I want to be, want to be doing. Like being independent means that I don't have other people like, you know, forcing their will upon what I create. I can do the things that I want to do and Kind of, I guess. On the flip side of that, if they if they turn south, then just you know, then you know, I'm. you know, that's my my business to deal with. <laughs> yeah, I get that as well. I wonder, I wonder if that's a huge
0: part of it. Like, it, it generally, if you work for a big company, you have a boss, and chances are your boss has a boss, and they have a boss. There's like, there's a very rigid hierarchy, and I wonder if a lot of people kind of feel like they're being crushed by the weight of that. You know, you're five levels of management deep, and your manager doesn't understand you, and you know, your co-workers are uh, idiots or whatever and you, you kind of feel like, man, Well, what if I didn't have all this? Like, what if it could just be me, like, you know, chasing my dreams? I wonder, I wonder if that's the biggest thing that kind of attracts people. Like, I reckon a lot of people talk about, you know, independence and not having to work for a boss and all that kind of thing way before they start talking about, you know, money and income and other things like that.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, what did you, like you used to work for a company of some sort, some description, right? Like why did you leave and start your own thing? Yeah, so I actually did two stages of leaving. So I used to work for a giant sort of multinational
0: corporation and they were all right but I just I kind of had that whole like I'm a tiny cog in like a huge machine and everything I try and do is like impossible. And so I left for a smaller company of like 15 people, still not India I guess but a much smaller environment and I, I enjoyed that while I was there. Like it, I felt like I got way more autonomy, I got way more like, you know, control, I got to, you know, make suggestions and see them implemented I think in the end, the the thing that kind of made me go like even smaller was I still felt like, you know, we were a company doing client work and, you know, I I love clients. Clients give you money and and clients get you – the the reason a lot of companies exist is because clients exist but it it felt like sometimes, you know, you present something really cool and you're like, this is what you should do and they'd be like, yeah, yeah, okay, that's what we're going to do and then they come back a week later, they're like, actually, you know, we took it to our board and we had some discussions and then they'll – bring out like this diagram you're like oh my goodness like what have you done and then they're like well it's our money like this is what we want implemented and i think i think in the end that just got to me like i was kind of sick of uh, this is going to sound really pretentious but i was kind of sick of like having this sort of grand vision of, like, the proper
1: way to do things and then kind of having that trampled on? Is that—is that wrong to say? No, I don't think so. And, I mean, that definitely happens, I think, in, I mean, it happens everywhere. It happens even if you are independent. <laughs> but at the same time, it definitely happens in bigger corporations. Like, I know, for example, that when I was working, I mean, I didn't work for a big corporation, but I did work for, a like, a government agency at one stage. And it's definitely the sort of thing where, like, you'd have this grandiose idea of, this is how I want to do this and this is all the like you know I want to bring in this kind of uh, this stuff and use this technology and then like you've got to literally fight for every little bit of that that you want to actually make it through and uh, you know as an example I I was in control of in control I was in control of the UI for an, uh, an application in that in that uh, agency and one of the things that I wanted to do was move off of an older mapping technology, web map te- technology. I think it was like IMF or something. I can't remember. Uh, predates Google Map. Yep, the In- International Monetary Foundation. It's it's a bad yeah. mapping technology. <laughs> Thing to do with maps. Uh, it's it's the uh, yeah. Anyway, moving from that to moving to uh, to Google Maps and using like JavaScript and and stuff like that and. I had to fight for this. I had to fight for it quite heavily uh, in order to make it happen. I was like, "This, this is like, th- this doesn't make any sense. Why is this even a, th- a thing? Like, this technology is obviously way better than what we've already got. Why would we not move to this? And even though I could see all the the potential you know benefits of that I, I i still had to really fight you know for pe- for it with people who didn't really know what they were talking about sometimes yeah and sometimes you get the whole risk
0: aversion and like it's safer to go with what you've done yeah. before than you know try yeah. something new i see this is the kind of thing i want to get to is a lot of people have these dreams and i bet you there's at least one or two people listening to this this podcast
1: are like yeah i want to go independent yeah, jelly but bait at work kind what about- of.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so what? what about in reality like what what are the, the things you actually love about independent development now that you're doing it? What are the kind of things that are not so great so about it? So, I do.
1: I, I think the thing that I love about it is the thing that I, I, I've always loved about the concept, right? It's the fact that I get to do whatever I want. Whatever I want doesn't necessarily entail, like, I just wake up and, you know, today I kind of want to play PlayStation all day. I mean it can theoretically uh, but that don't pay the <laughs> bills of a jelly man. So uh you know but I I can do like I can create the products that I feel like I I need to make you know that I, that that creative artistic need that I have to create these things. I can do that if I if I feel that they if if I feel that they're, they're the right thing for me to do. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way like I feel
0: like it's really nice to have that con- control like i know it sounds you know a bit silly but to have that control over your destiny where you're like if this is something i want to chase this is what i'm going to chase if this technology comes out and i really desperately want to incorporate this like you don't have to make like a a proposal to someone you don't have to do like a you know a presentation you're just like you know what uh yeah
1: we're going to do this 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 is the thing we're going with like that that is kind of a nice aspect of it on the flip side of that obviously you're also you're in the I don't know what the metaphor I'm going for is, you know, you're up the creek without a paddle maybe, I uh, if you know things go wrong and you know if if the thing that you ended up creating people didn't like, then you've got to deal with that fallout or you know you've got to recover from that and spin off and do you know try try the next thing and I mean I think I actually like that as much as I like anything else about being independent, right? Like I I like the idea that if I do fail then I can, you know, I can choose the direction that I'm going to go in next and because it's still that kind of master of my own destiny type stuff. Yeah, there there is that. I I feel
0: like one of the downsides that a lot of people don't think about though is when you do fail, there's no one else to blame. Like, it's you're not in a big company. There's not idiot coworkers, you are know, surrounding out. Not that I ever worked with idiot coworkers, but I'm saying well, this is the general things you can say, oh, it was a manager's fault or it was the client's fault. Or, yeah. It was when you go independent, it's like, well, actually, it was my fault. Like, there's, there's no one else to, to blame. And it's also, especially when you're making a product that people get to review. So we both make apps. They go into a store. People are able to leave reviews against those. They're able to talk about them, you know, on social networks and things. Yep. That can really hurt when someone's like, this thing you work so hard on, it sucks. And you're like,
1: oh, Oh, really? It sucks,
0: and there's no one else to blame. Like it's it's your fault if it actually sucks.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I mean, we've talked about that in the past, right? Like you've had you've had flops that have like you've tried to launch new versions of products. I think Pocket Weather, for example, oh yeah, had you know had quite quite the uh, the the troublesome launch. And, I, you know, so have I. Like, you know, I've had uh, at least one time where GIF wrapped kind of, you know, I launched it, I, I, you know, I launched a new version and things just did not go well at all. And, you know, it it can get to you. Like, you know, the the fact that you can't blame anyone means that you literally can't blame anyone. (laughs) And so, if you're not careful, you can internalize that. And I think I've definitely done, I I definitely did that at, at least at one stage. And I I felt so bad that I had caused problems for people and stuff like that. Like I mean, I've, I make an app for gifts. Like it's supposed to be like yada yada. This is a great like you know fun thing to work on. And sometimes it just like it, it sends me into a spiral because you know I feel so bad about having you know like deleted people's gifts and things like that. And I, I think that's kind of a, that is a downside to the whole working for yourself aspect. But at the same time, I mean it can go both ways. Like there's you, – you take the risk and you take the reward, so. Yeah, and I mean speaking of risk and reward,
0: there's, there's the other big side of it is one – is like your financial future is kind of tied up in this as well. So when you work for a big company, presumably big companies don't go out of business very often and they pay you like regular wages. Yep. And when you go independent, then the only person responsible for paying the wages is you. And then also you've got to worry about all the business stuff. Like if you're in Australia, you've got to file like tax returns and BAS returns Mm -hmm. and this returns Mm -hmm. and that returns. And you've got to make sure that, you know, as a person running this operation, that there's enough money coming in and all the other stuff like it. It can be quite a burden to constantly have to like think about, okay, for this quarter we're making like this much and then, you know, the tax offset is like
1: blah and all that sort of thing. It's definitely not easy in that respect. I mean, I'm kind of somewhat blessed in a way because Mel does still work and so I have almost, I'm kind of flying by the edge of my pants, seat of my pants, whatever the phrase is and... You know, I have a safety net of sorts underneath. If I do if I fail to bring in enough money one month, then we're probably okay. It's fine. At the same time, you know, I I, I have certainly gone out and you know done client work in the in, in the not too distant past, just simply because I needed to get I needed to bring in the money. Like for instance, I I recently did a, a month in a client you know uh, office just so I could pay off my dub-dub trip. Like, you know, obviously I'm not making enough money to be able to afford a $10,000 trip to the US uh, once a year. So I had to kind of figure things out. And, you know, I think think I've come to the point where I feel like maybe compromise isn't always failure in that respect. I, I but I couldn't do that if I was in a if I was in you know the position where I was you know stuck in a company and if they did go south because sometimes companies do kind of like collapse then I'd be I'd be just in just as bad a situation.
0: Yeah, although see, this is the other thing. The on the other side of the trend is like I don't know about you, but I have a lot of friends who went independent. Some of them before me, some of them at the same time as me. Yep, and a lot of them have ended up like at big companies. You know, there are a lot in a lot of companies in like you know in Silicon Valley and other places like that. And you you ask them the reasons, and it, it often comes down to two things. Like one is they say, you know what, like it was tiring, like constantly having to to fight to be like, you know, at the top of the app store and all this other stuff and to have to convince customers to buy your app and to do this and to do that, you know, that's tiring. And then the other one is uh, sometimes they go for a resource reason. So they're like, I had this really grand vision, you know, I realized, gee, you probably need like 30 people and $2 million to do this and they didn't want to raise money. They're like, I don't want to go to VCs and then hire my own team. Like what if I could join up like with a bigger company and then we could kind of achieve this vision together? Like that does seem to be the opposite side of the spectrum like people always say the grass is you know greener on the other side and i think people that work in big corporations like some of them maybe a large number of them dream of being independent but i think the the same is true of indies as well like i know a lot of independent developers who also dream about you know what if what if you know i, I joined some giant corporation and we could do you know bigger things like have you have you ever had
1: that well I mean, you know that I have. Yeah, I was wondering if you wanted to talk about this or not. So I thought I'd give you the opportunity. So recently, I, I was through, went through a, a a series of interviews for a quite a large Silicon Valley company to determine, basically, for them to determine whether I should work there or not and you know so i i actually went through that like i got an email out of the blue um, from a recruiter and i know that like people will just be like oh you yeah, know you just ignore those they just go straight to the trash <laughs> In fact, I, I think that was my advice to you and don't I look silly afterwards well i mean i i thought i thought about it for a minute and i thought well you know this company is kind of like they are kind of doing some cool things and i uh, you know i it, it might be worth me looking into and i've never been through an interview process like this so maybe this is an opportunity for me to learn uh what that's like because you know every job that i've ever really had in the i've just basically walked into like i've never really gone through this sort of approval process where i have to you know where i have to like you know spreek my bow tie and be all (laughs) like hey so so you're you're india right what, right, I got to ask what drew you to that like what was the reason you thought oh this this could be for me so there was a number of things about it, and um I had multiple conversations with Mel um before we before I decided to go through it, and obviously with people like you who I trust, because you know i wasn 't necessarily sure if it was the thing for me because obviously, as i 've mentioned before, I really kind of like desire that you know ability to be you know in control of my own stuff. Um, it's kind of part of who I am, so it kind of seems a bit opposite to to go for this. But there were a lot of benefits to it, and there are a lot of benefits to going and working for a company like that. For instance, it's basically a giant payday because it and it comes every like week or fortnight or month <laughs> maybe. Uh, which may not may or may not happen when you're ind- independent, and for a lot of people, and you know, it, it can be very difficult to actually even make that a, a, a thing. So, you know that that was obviously a big a big th- a big draw because you know I want to, I want to be able to support you know my family, and maybe it's time for me to be the one that goes in and is shackled to a desk, and Mel can you know can uh, explore her options for a while. On the other hand, there was the benefit of, uh, obviously, being a Silicon Valley-based company, You, they are based in the US, and that's something that I've also wanted for a long time and have talked about on this show. I talked about it, for instance, with Ben on the episode where we talked about moving to a different country, where you were not yeah, around. Yeah, thanks
0: for pointing that out. Like, I really appreciate you kicking me off that show.
1: And- it was probably one of our best episodes, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Highest
0: rated ever.
1: That episode, like we talked about, like uh, we've talked about, how I want w- I wanted to move to the states for a long time. It's something that I've always wanted to do, just partially because of the fact that, well, I mean, it's an interesting place that I, you know, that I I have I like. I've visited. I I enjoy you know being there. I have a lot of friends around. You know, it's it's a big opportunity. Uh, and so that kind of drew me as well, right? Like you know, they effectively I would be paid to you know to move to the states. They would. Could take care of all of the you know the visa stuff and the moving of stuff and you know I wouldn't really have to worry about it and that would be kind of nice you know I'm offloading that that job as well <laughs> and I mean obviously there are other reasons to do this like you know that like, one of them being that like you don't have to fight for for the you know, to survive really. And I think that's kind of the thing that's the same about the two kind of aspects of it. You're still fighting. You're just fighting for different things maybe. Yeah,
0: I kind of feel like we, I mean, I think about this from time to time, like would I ever join a big company and would I ever do that sort of thing? And to me, like the only way I'd do it would be if, you know, there are things I want to do, like in the space that we're in, like the you know the podcasting space or the weather space or whatever, that are just too grand. Like it's it's one thing to dream about. Oh, let's do this and let's do that and let's do this. But we only have two developers. Like it can sometimes be yeah. a stretch. You've got to be realistic. You're like, well, we have a successful product that we need to maintain, so that there's a huge chunk of time, and some of this other stuff that we want to do. You're like, well, actually, that probably needs like 35 servers and you know load balancing and spreading around the world and all sorts of like things that we we could do but it would take us more time to do than we'd ever have time for and then we'd have to monitor all this stuff and make sure it's up and i think sometimes you even need to run this stuff at a loss for like you know six months or a year or you know make your money back somewhere else and that's hard as an independent as well like we at the moment we only make money from app sales so if we were to roll out some massive you know server infrastructure for free to do something really cool it's like well there's no way for us to make that money back like we're not a giant company who has like other revenue streams it's it's
1: App sales, or it's you know, it's nothing. I think that's part. That's that's the thing about being indie. Actually, like being independent doesn't. Like, it comes with a lot of fanfare and kind of, like, everybody's like, yay, I'm independent, I can do my own thing. Like, I mean, it it does, and especially in the circles that you and I travel, every time somebody announces that, you know, I'm going indie, it's all like, congratulations, it's like having a baby. (laughs) And, like, to a certain extent, it kind of is, like, you know, really cool and really amazing. Like, obviously, I love it. I wouldn't continue doing it if I didn't think it was, you know, something that I enjoyed. Uh, and I'm sure that that's the case for you as well. Like you, you wouldn't continue like slogging away if if it brought you no joy. Yeah, definitely. But I think maybe on the other side of things, like it, it is, it, it can be difficult, and especially at the beginning, if if things don't quite work out, you might have to go without money for a little while, and you know you have to learn a bunch of new things. One of the things that I've had to learn over the years is sometimes you'll have periods where you're getting a lot of money, and sometimes you'll have periods that can stretch for months <laughs> where you'll have no money, like none. And you've got to understand, and you've got to you've got to figure out and learn to to kind of strategize for that and and deal with that. And it's it's not like it's not easy, and it's like it's not even like uh, you know it's not even e- as easy as we kind of make it sound, it's very hard, but at the same time, it's also very worth it. Yeah, right. it's like it's like you say, like big, big effort, big reward type stuff. And also it, there is
0: something more rewarding about, I know it sounds selfish, but doing something yourself. And when I say myself, like we got a team of four, but I still kind of treat that as, you know, th- there's not many of us. Like if we can achieve something just the four of us, like there is something to that. Like when you say like, oh, we did this thing and we, we set out to do this and then a year later we actually did it. And we beat out like a lot of mm. bigger
1: companies who try to do the same thing. That That is kind of cool. That is kind of cool. Do you think you would ever, like what What do you think would make you leave this independent life? Do you, do you think that there is anything that would See, make you leave? I, the stereotypical answer to this is like someone would drive
0: like a truck full of money to, to my house. It don't have to be a literal truck because it would have to be a lot of money. But <laughs> I don't know that it's. Just that because the thing is like as independent developers like we're at the moment we're profitable like we might not be in a few years time like who knows this this industry like you know chews people out and spits them out all the time but it would take like I guess a big opportunity like for someone to say like hey you know we have these really cool ideas and you can be kind of involved in these ideas and these are ideas you probably couldn't achieve on your own. Yeah. And then it would probably help that there's some some money in there as well because it's a pretty good gig that like we've got here at the moment. Like it would it would take a lot to move me, but at the same time, I say that now, and I've seen I've seen a lot of other independent developers like move for a lot less. Like if the right opportunity comes along or something, just feels like ah, oh, I can't let this go. Then I have seen them jump on that, you know, for for you know way less incentive.
1: Honestly, I think that might be a thing. Like I I, I think that for for me, it's not about the money. Like I mean, I make. i don't really make a lot Uh, you know i'm not you know wading through piles of cash so you know a a big payday is definitely like it would definitely be welcome but at the same time i don't think i would take a job where i'm going to make a lot of money in order to just do a thing that i don't really care for and I've joined companies for that sort of reason, like oh, I need the money. I am going to take this job, and I am like everything is going to be all right. And everything is not all right because money is fine, but money isn't everything. And I think the things that you work on are just as important. And so, if you are working on something that you really enjoy, then you could be getting paid pittance, and you would you would still like enjoy it. And as long as you you are know, still able to. You know, live your basic needs, you would be able to like continue and do this, do that thing, and like you would be happy in your work. But you can be getting paid a lot to do something that you hate or something that you're even kind of blase about, and that wouldn't necessarily be the case. Yeah, I definitely see what you're saying. Although, in an ideal world, you'd be getting paid well and
0: you'd be doing what you like. I know that's right, that's not as easy as it sounds, like you can put that into words, but if you can get both and
1: you know yeah why not well yeah but i mean i think out of the two of the things maybe the maybe the like the the enjoyment side is more important yeah yeah i I think it is it's especially
0: like we keep talking about how young or old we are like on the show i feel like i'm not that old but i am kind of like almost middle-aged now It, it feels like at this stage of my career like what what you get to do there's a lot more freedom in choosing what you do like when you first yeah. start you've got to you've got to join a company you've got to be the junior employee or whatever you don't you can dream of being whatever but when you're in a company you have to be like the junior employee first and it feels like yep. now
1: it's like you have way more choice
0: so why not why not do something you're passionate
1: about I feel like I feel like it really that's the, at the end of the day that's what matters I mean money is good. Money is definitely good, and if you can get paid well, you know that that's great if you can get paid well enough that you can actually survive you know I think that's all that is really necessary as long but if you are getting paid well and you really don't like the things that you're working on, eh, I've left jobs for that reason like that's part of part of why I've left jobs yeah I can see that, but what if what if
0: you were gonna get paid so well that you could build basically your own rocket, so now you're like an Elon Musk, you're running like a SpaceX. And you could... It's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. But, you know, maybe the job's really boring, but you've got that kind of money. And now you're sitting on the launch pad, Jelly. You're sitting there and it's like, you know, five, four, three. And you're like, I've done it. I've done it. This is it. And it's like two, one. And then the thing just goes boom.